Welcome to the Swedish Junior Hockey Podcast. My name is Jacob Dahlin. With us today, we have Ludwig Guve-Terling thrown, uh, from uh, Stockholm, J20 head coach, J20 region with Huddinge Anchors. Hoppinge. Welcome. Haninge. I'm sorry. I messed it up from the beginning. Haninge Anchors. Huddinge, Haninge. It's all... All, all about the same down there in the 08 area code. Yeah. Welcome. Thank you very much. We're glad to be here. This episode is brought to you by Scandlux, your home for Scandinavian luxury products for the U.S. market. You can find us at scandlux.com. Yeah. So um, excited to have you on. Of course, we um, approached you a little bit on your LinkedIn announcement when you uh, was announced as the uh, as the head coach there for for Haninge and and uh, reached out and and because I I looked you up and said wow this guy's got a really interesting background young guy and would love to talk to him about his journey and then as a young coach in uh, in j20 region which is what used to be called j20 elite in the stockholm region which is which which you guys playing in the east right yeah the east the stockholm uh, stockholm region stockholm region uh everybody complains when you have to travel more than 30 minutes <laughs> exactly you have the rush hour so uh it takes more than 30 minutes <laughs> yeah so i got you pulled up here on lead prospects uh, so let me let me go back because I had uh, I was actually looking at your team now. So, but I I I saw this first that uh, of course you grew up in Stockholm, right? Yeah. And uh, and I thought this would be interesting to talk about. Uh, back in 2011, 2012, Jur Gordon U16 SM, which I guess at the time that was the top division for u16s back then yes. right yes and you know not a big deal <laughs> teammates with timoshov kempe shillington just a just to name a few yeah so you were the one serving up their uh their goals right exactly <laughs> hard-working guy <laughs> yeah so uh, so everybody has it. Yeah, this guy's got the hands. This guy's got the physics. Um, what was your? But you know, hey, you were up there too. Um, uh, not not at the bottom. So uh, that must have been a fun fun time. Let's start there. Yeah, um, like you told, the U sixteen team in your garden was uh, incredible. Uh, after the season. Uh, I think uh, we only lost uh, three games during the whole season out of uh, over 70 games. So uh, that must be something something extraordinary. Uh, and after the season, every I think every player went to uh, NIU uh, gymnasium. Um, everybody got, got offers from uh, uh, a whole bunch of clubs. Um, so we were, uh, we were an extraordinary team. Uh, really special team and uh, when I look back at it and uh, that uh, I'm, I'm really proud to be uh, to be a part of it 
but you didn't grow up in so for those who don't know kind of how it works you gordon which has been i don't know maybe the most famous hockey club in in stockholm uh yeah nowadays it is uh back at the time maybe hammarby and uh oiko was uh, uh in the same level but now i think it's uh it's uh, a lot of, another bunch of team like uh oiko obviously and uh sde tabu uh, those clubs nowadays but uh, yeah. back then it was uh, it was uh, mostly Djurgården. yeah and but you grew up in Hudinge, which is another so that's kind of where I got messed up with Honinge, where you're coaching now, Hudinge, which is another suburb of, of Stockholm, right? Yeah, that's correct. Yeah, I started my career in Hudinge and then played there until U13, I think. And then I moved to Jurgården and played there for three or four seasons. Uh, yeah. Uh, and after, and we, after we we won the championship in U16, I went to uh, Karlskoga to play in their NIU program. Yeah, so th- let's go there. Uh, Karlskoga, which is in Värmland, which is not Stockholm. Uh, oh. Värmland, which is known for Värmland forests and a uh, little, little slower tempo uh, yeah. out there. Yeah. How, so, so for you, that wasn't, you, I, you know, you were not Timashov. Um, and so the competition to get into to your gordon's niu gymnasium which is the high school academy mm-hmm. uh, must have been extremely tough there so yeah, so i i recognize it uh, in the beginning of the season that i wouldn't uh, fit in uh, obviously uh, and uh, i was uh, even from the beginning looking at uh, moving out of stockholm and uh, try something new yeah um, so, and, and, and how did you get in touch with them? Were they recruiting you or were you recruiting them or both? Uh, it was kind of both. Uh, the, the coach back then uh, reached out. He was uh, a Stockholm guy. So okay. he reached out to me and asked me if I were interested in coming to tryouts and uh, a tryout weekend. Uh, so uh, I decided to go. And uh, I were in touch with other clubs, but I thought uh, the the program that Kaskuga present was uh, the best opinion for me. Yeah. So how does that, if you remember, that's been a few years ago now, but not too long ago. Yeah, 10 years. 10 years. It's not too <laughs> bad. But do you remember, uh, so this year, the, the kids that are in the last year of U16s are the 06 birth year this year. No, what, 07, 07. I'm, I'm sorry, 07. The 06s are in U18 with 05s. So if you're an 07 birth year player this year, when do they do the tryouts for? Uh, they do the tryouts uh, in the in the maybe in two weeks the first one and then okay. one in, in during the christmas holidays uh, and uh, maybe some on the on the spring uh, yeah but i think the the niu clubs mostly will know from the beginning which player they want uh, yeah so so for example so when did when you were in that situation you um 
you were evaluating and 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 so you went around around November December to have your tryouts when did you commit to them or is it what's the process there to to commit is there a here in the US you you have the the letters of intent and you have you know did you sign a contract with them or how did that work uh i signed a contract with the uh, with the school first of okay. all uh you have to uh, get into the school to first uh, can join the team fully uh if you if you don't join the school you cannot go to the niu program you can just yeah. play the team uh, the niu program is uh, uh a program where you can have uh, when you want you can judge your new of your hockey skills yep what the niu program is yeah and uh and then i i think i remember you went into the so the 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 school that you went into was more of the vocational side as an electrician yeah right and yeah. so you went into the trade side and and for those who don't know what was the typical schedule then? So you got in, now you're in Carl Skulga. What's the living situations? You guys all lived in the same area? Yeah, we all NIU players lived in the same area. It was uh, 12 guys in three different uh, years. So we were 36 people living in the same same building. So uh, uh, we went to same school. We went to practice together, uh, long bus trips long road trips uh, so we became a tight group and that yeah. uh, was really really enjoyed about uh, those years what was the main card game going on in the bus uh, it was not card game it was more uh, fifa oh really yeah See, back when i was uh, of course when I, i'm i'm a, a little bit older than you we didn't have fifa we didn't have video games we didn't have iphones it was oh. all about the card game in the back of the yeah. bus so so at long, long, uh, long away games, uh, it was more focused in the, the FIFA tournaments and uh, not on the game particularly. Okay, okay, cool. So, uh, but not everybody was going into. So somewhere in the in the electrical uh, trade, some did carpentry, some did uh, engineering, or what was lots of different directions in the academy, right? Yeah, we had three or. Four four choices uh the mo we were three guys went to electrician and five to uh like uh, plumbing yeah and i guess at the time it's kind of all right i'm really here to play hockey but at the same time i'm gonna get a gymnasium education and learn a trade yeah, of course. Um, and 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 so on yeah, that's important, I think, because uh, even if you succeed in a hockey career, uh, it's a short career. Yeah. Uh, Some are more serious than others on that, though. Yeah. <laughs> you have to have a, a backup plan. Yeah. It would be interesting to go back and look at uh, your teammates from Jurgården, what they actually studied, Shillington, Kempe, Timoshov, uh, and what their grades were. I think they went to school, actually. I'm sure they went to school, but I wonder what, you know, how serious they were. Ah, uh -huh, okay. Uh, well, I don't know. <laughs> they do pretty well in the NHL or AHL or SHL now. So, yeah. 
It's actually interesting to look at that if I go back to that. I mean, there's a lot of other names on that list that, okay, they may not play in the NHL, but they're, I mean, they're, they're yes. playing, they're playing at a SHL, very high level. SHL, the most, not the most, but uh, some players are. I think it's uh, uh, eight or ten players who are uh, living in at the hockey hockey dream now. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, uh, and then I, I wanted to mention this too because I think you and I talked about this offline a little bit because I was a little bit c- confused about the team that you played for then, uh, Beek Karlskoga, which is Bufors, and I always thought that it was two different cities. Uh, like they did with SDE that have a combination. But, and I learned something because uh, I didn't grow up in Varmland that Bufors is the, is the big defense contractor in Karlskoga. Karlskoga is the city that you were in. Yeah, exactly. So, um, but what was special about, you know, so they, they have, I, I think I remember looking recently that they're playing in the second division in Allsvenskan with their, with their, senior team yeah nice rink over there yeah but you and i talked a little bit about the mentality of you know it's it's a it's a um community that is manufacturing based and uh hard-working kind of hard-working mentality in the not in the team but i think in the city as well but uh uh, that's what I learned in the, when I played there for three years. The mentality and uh, uh, how important it is to train uh, hard and train uh, correct. Yeah. So uh, three years over there, yeah. played J18, J20, and then uh, back to Stockholm. Yeah. And I think you went, you could have played another year in j20 but you're finished yeah. with school which is a pivotal time in in sweden where okay i finished the school here do i now go somewhere else and play or do i stay with this team uh because they were playing j20 elite at the time yeah um not super elite no which is the top uh the top top team of of, of the shl teams yeah but still, so it's second division in in um, in J twenty. But let's talk a little bit about the decision to go back to Stockholm. You're ne- you're now graduated, mm-hmm. and you still play hockey. Yeah. And where do I want to go, and what do I want to do? Yeah, and I was in uh, contact with uh, some clubs in the Stockholm area, and that was a senior team, not junior team. Uh, and they were offering me uh, both play in uh, senior team and junior team. And uh, that's what I want. I want uh, a lot of game time. Uh, so I decided to go to uh, Värmdö, uh, who just got uh, relegated from Hockeyettan. And they have ambitions to bounce back up to Hockeyettan. So uh, that's where I decided to go. But um, uh, it's uh, Värmdö is... a uh, a tricky tricky way out it's uh, a lot of traffic so uh, just go, go from home to the rink for uh, one and a half hour wow. one way so uh, that was not uh, uh, 
that was a tough uh, part. So I decided to go to a, a smaller club, a local club, uh, Trongsund. Uh, and it, it, was a, it was a good team back then. Uh, it was a team with uh, a mix of uh, young players who want something with their hockey and were serious and uh, other players who just play for fun. Uh, and it was a perfect mix, I think. Yeah. And you got your juju back there. Uh, 27 games, 17 points the first half season. And then the next season, 31 games, 27 points. Yeah. So uh, we were uh, we were a good team, but... Uh, most of the players did not have the ambitions to uh, move somewhere else. They want to play in the, in the local small club, Trongsund. So uh, uh, at that time of the year, I went to a loan, one game in uh, Haninge Anchors. Uh, yeah. Back then played in Hockeyetan. Uh, and after the season with Trongsund, I got an offer from uh, Haninge if I want to join them. Uh, and it was a no-brainer, so I told yes, of course I want. Yeah. And uh, we did the preseason, and we did the off-season, uh, and the five games into five games before the first game of the league, uh, Haninge went what uh, went relegated during uh, financial issues, so the whole team was split up in three days. So then you ended up in Jota, or that is that the old Jota Leon? No, uh, this is Jota uh, Trondeberg. Uh, okay. In another part of uh, Stockholm, it's uh, west, west okay. part of Stockholm. So uh, uh, it was actually a, a a player I had played with in Koskoga, uh, who uh, he called me and asked if I want to join them, and I said, of course, I have no place to go. So I played there, and uh, it was kind of like uh, Trongsund. A mix of uh, young players who want something and uh, a mix of older players who just played for, for fun. Yeah. Uh, Man, you I, really, that must have been your the best year. 33 games, 43 points. Yeah. Yeah, I think it was my, uh, my best uh, season during the points, actually. So, uh, curious too, were you working at the time then as an electrician? Yes. So now you're, so now you're, and I'm, I'm a little bit curious too. What, what drew you back to Stockholm, the land of traffic and congestion, and you tasted the land of honey in, in, in Värmland, where, where the pace is much easier. Yeah, yeah. You know, no crime. Everybody smiles and opens the door for you, and then you go back to Stockholm, where they. Where they kind of push you around and and uh, and you have to, and it's just a different culture. Yeah, it is a different culture. It's a tougher culture. But uh, I have my family here. I have my friends here. So it was uh, it was just uh, that who make me the, the decision. Yeah, uh, and it's simpler to get uh, to get work here as well. So yeah, um, had you gone to Dalarna, which is close to heaven. Yeah. Then you would have stayed up there. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, all right. So, uh, but then you got an interesting call. Yeah, that's correct. Uh, it was a Saturday. I remember it so well. Uh, I, I, I got a phone call from uh, a diff different number. So uh, I answered 
and it was uh, a phone call from uh, Switzerland and the team uh, EV Sug Academy, who were back then played in the NLB, the second league in Switzerland. And they asked me if I want to uh, join them for a tryout for the next season. Uh, and I said, yes, of course, when it's the tryout. Yeah, it's on Monday, start eight, eight o'clock. <laughs> so uh, it, was a, it was a rush to get a, a ticket to uh, get to Switzerland. But, but uh, on a Sunday, I was in Orlando Airport to go to Zurich. Uh, and I were there for five days. And uh, it was uh, an amazing time. Uh, fantastic time. Uh, Ivisu, they have great facilities, good resources. Uh, I didn't get in a team because uh, they have an import rule. Back then, it was only two or three import players. So they were um, um, picking someone else. Yeah. Well, that's a, that's got to be, you know, not only inspiring, but also you know, gratifying to be able to have put in the work and, and, and I'm sure uh, big eyes in the big city. At yeah, the time. It, it must have been. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But it was, uh, like I told you, it was, um, it was a good experience as well uh, to live the, just the look at the big team back, uh, the, the senior team, yeah, the NLA, uh, and look up to them. Uh, yeah, it was it was good opportunity. So if, I, if we fast forward, and then you ended up getting back to to uh, to Stockholm and played a couple more seasons or three more seasons, four more seasons maybe, in in the in the men's league, right in the Division Two. Yeah. And what made you kind of? What was the decision about? All right. I've, I think I'm done. Uh, yeah, it was. Uh, I've always been interested interested in coaching and tactics, uh, and and that combined with you with COVID, uh, make me uh, want to try something new. Yeah, uh, it was nothing that I uh, I didn't like to play. Uh, I still like to play. When I uh, coached uh, my team, I uh, I'm on. Almost every game, every practice is uh, go with them because yeah. I still enjoy it. Yeah. No, that's good. And I, you know, some people have it have an injury that that forces it, and some people. I just think it's a great. You know, you you leave on your terms, and you and you see the opportunity, and you take it. And and uh, so I want to kind of now go into so first year. So 21-22, so last season was the first year. Play. And instead of going in coaching U12 uh, young kids and, and earning your stripes, they uh, you, you get right into J20 region as an assistant coach. Yeah, uh, that's correct. I, uh, I get an offer from Peterson uh, back then to join their G20 team as an assistant coach. And uh, my first was uh, my first uh, question to the guy who recruited me was, do you think I'm ready for it? He, he was like, yeah, of course. How hard <laughs> can it be? <laughs> and I, I said, yeah, okay, let's go for it. Uh, and it was, 
at the start it was uh, a tri not tricky it was unusual uh, to stand in, in way? to stand in front of the guys and uh, talk uh, it was a a learning uh, a learning period but uh, after uh, one two three months it was uh, naturally uh, and who was the who was the head coach at the time and let's talk about him for a little bit uh yeah we robin billman he came was he, more, was he also more an experience um, yeah he, yeah he was more experienced than me he came from sundsvall okay had, uh, j18 for two seasons and their g20 for two seasons so he had four years experience more than me but still a young guy yeah still uh, a young guy he is born 98 and i'm born 96 oh wow so that must have been fun, kind of working with another younger yeah. guy. Yeah, yeah. We had a really good time. Yeah. <laughs> and then, so how did you end up now? So right away, so you did one season as the assistant coach. Yeah. And then you have the opportunity to say, hey, do you want to have the whistle full time yeah. as the head coach? Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly what happened. Uh, they phone called me and, uh, uh, my brother were playing in that team, so I knew them pretty well. So uh, they were uh, in the playoffs to uh, be promoted. That's when they made a phone call. So it was not uh, it was not uh, sure that they were playing in Jishugi uh, Elite or Regional. Yeah, uh, but uh, they promoted. So uh, they were. Uh, it was a lot of job to do because their J20 last year were a lot of uh, uh, O2s. I think only three people were, uh, three guys were born O3. Yeah. Uh, so we, we were forced to recruit uh, 17 uh, players at least. Wow. So, but I mean, uh, uh, it helps that you were then, you were, you, you are a Stockholm guy. You yeah. have been around in that area. You know everybody. And you're not necessarily 55. No. <laughs> right? Yeah. So I'm sure that, so, so we'll, we'll, let's talk a little bit about that, that recruitment part. How did that I'm sure that some of it was because you are now playing J20 region and you have some kids that are coming out of J20, mm. J18 region, but but didn't get an opportunity to to play region where they were. Or, or how did you get the players? Uh, we were uh, having uh, open tryouts for uh, two months, I think. Okay. Two months. Open tryout with uh, two to three uh, practices a week, um, okay. and we uh, were open with it and told that uh, everybody uh, are welcome to uh, try. Let's take it from there. Uh, and we were having, I don't know, forty players, uh, and not every forty player did want to play in Honinge. They were just there to, uh, to try out i think but they move on to other clubs yeah uh, but we get uh, 23 plus 20 23 plus two uh 23 uh, players and two goalies 
So uh, that was your res- that's what you're restricted to to have on your roster. And uh, yeah, kind of yeah. Uh, okay. We want uh, an open. Uh, we want it open between the Yorton and G eighteen and the G twenty. Yeah. So uh, players who come to G eighteen and uh, perform good, the door will be open to G twenty. Yeah. That's and I we- think. And so far this season, that's been the case. You've had, we talked a little bit offline too about, you know, right now you had nine players on your roster, goal, or seven goalies on your roster, but yeah. kind of the way it works with injuries and and yeah. two of them have gotten pulled up from the J18 and yeah. gotten some, some experience. Yeah, of course. So how does that work too, from a standpoint of, do you guys practice with J18 or do you have just some J18 players that practice with J20? Yeah. Some players. And they get to double up. Uh, yes. They get to double up. Yeah. Uh, okay. So some players are just with the G20 and play only games with the G18. Okay. And then, uh, and but you don't have a adult team this year, right? Yeah, we have. You do. Okay, so you have some that plays on the adult team. What? So are they in Division Two? Yeah, Division Two. Yeah. So you same thing have you have some O three O four players that are also playing on the Division Two team? Yeah, mostly O threes. Yeah. It's such a good system. I just think that it's a it's it promotes for those who want more and can take more. There's yeah. there's just there's no lack of opportunities to play, oh. to practice. Uh the ability for a young kid that is a 07 to be able to go in and be called up to the J18 squad for practices. They you know, okay, they're they're not ready most of the time for, 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 for production on the, in the games, but just the fact that they're able to practice together and then, Oh man, we need you in the, in the, and, and then they get that experience. And the same thing is that the, the O six or O five player that gets to be called up into J 20. Yeah. It just, it just makes them, they grow and they develop. Yeah, and that's the philosophy that Honinge uh, wants to yeah. have open doors in the team. Yeah, I just think it's awesome, and yeah. uh, um, it's it promotes development and it promotes. It's a self um, motivating system that if you really want to be good, it's there's no limits. No, if you're good in G18, you get a chance in G20, and if you're good in G20, you get a chance in the senior team. That's how it works. Yeah, and I think it's a little challenging for like if you're a, if you're a player. I think we see a lot of this where if you're a really good J twenty player, but the the you know let's say you're playing for a team like that is playing the J twenty national, mm-hmm. and you know there's a huge gap going up to Allsvenskan or SHL from J twenty, and yeah, there's a couple of guys on that national team that is going to get the same advancement but the ability to break in at that level is much tougher yeah then you have to be something special to have that ability to uh, accept it yeah yeah but the majority of the people aren't so then they kind of get in this 
All right, what do I now do? Okay, I'm not good enough to make the Allsvenskan or or SHL team. Yeah. And you know, one one wonders is it better for uh um uh I had this conversation with Urban Umark up in uh Ernkrelsvik who's who's coaching um Ernkrelsvik now. He was in Modo, but you know, for it's not necessarily best for every player to be playing for that top team or club. Mm-hmm. And where I, I just think that, especially in a place like Stockholm that has so many of these suburb teams that are really, really good feeder teams yeah. for themselves or for others. And yeah. how is that for, I mean, so when you promote a player, you lose them to you lose some of them to other clubs, which is just part of the game. Yeah. But I'm sure that it's also this sense of accomplishment where you can promote somebody to say, yeah, they ended up going to Sorotelia's uh, division, or they're in Allsvenskan maybe, but you know, yeah, a bigger was, club. Uh... Yeah, last year in, in uh, Tyresa, we sent uh, 05, he was first year in junior, we sent him up to uh, uh, Timrå, and now we wow. play in the G20 National, so, uh, and then we uh, recruit another guy, a Slovakian guy from uh, Flemingsburg, uh, and he played for us, he was first year uh, junior, and uh, he were good, but... Uh, he get uh, more eyes looking at him when he played in, in our club. And then he ended up to play in the uh, Slovakian uh, national team under 20. And uh, now I think he plays in Slovakian uh, professional league. Uh, so that's, uh, that's kind of what motivates me to uh, continue. Yeah. All right. So let's wrap this up. Uh, I've asked this for several other people, but, but okay, you're, you're now... 27 and you you meet Ludwig the 17 year old that is just leaving to go to Karlskoga for NIU yeah and of course at that time you didn't know anything no and now you know a little bit more yeah so what advice would you give yourself that you know now that you wish you if there's one or two things that you that you'd like to tell yourself 10 years younger that uh, instead of learning the hard way, what would be, what would that be? Yeah. Uh, good question. Uh, I would say, don't, uh, don't rush it. Don't stress it. Just uh, try to uh, play as much as you can learn as much as you can practice as much as you can. And don't forget to have fun. It's a cliche, but it's a cliche for a recent reason. Yeah, I, I think it's, you know, I yeah, look at your, fun. yeah, I look at your, your career and it's going to be really fun to watch kind of your development as a coach, because you've got this unique experience of, um, okay, you haven't played in the NHL, but the NHL player may not be the best teacher than the best coach and the best uh, motivator for that young person. Uh, they're not in there. You know, your, your experience may be better, 
yeah. uh, because you can empathize and you can you can you can coach and and drive and motivate a player in a much better way uh, because you have been there and have been in the same seat uh, as they have. Um, uh, so it's going to be fun to kind of watch where that goes. You're there for a reason. And uh, yeah, and it's gonna, and, and, and at a young age, I mean, the, I I guarantee you in five years from now, you're going to look back and say, wow, how little I knew. Yeah, for sure. And and now I I, one here and told me (laughs) myself, (laughs) I didn't, I know, but you know, it's, you learn as you go and you, and you, and you leverage that knowledge and, and hopefully you can, you can just build on that and build on that and just gain them more and more experience, but not lose that focus. Like you're saying about the advice to yourself Yeah, is as a coach too, how do you do this and not do not be too serious, but also have fun. Yeah. I mean, um, sometimes you get burned out and it's tough to be, you're in J your new team in J 20 region uh, it's tough to break yourself in with new players to be competitive. Yeah, it's uh, it is uh, it is a, a tricky season, but uh, it's a challenging season. But uh, I I like it. I you know it's try to learn those players, prepare them for senior uh, play as well. Uh, yeah, it doesn't have to go one hundred and ten. Uh, miles per hour it's you can uh, slow down the tempo just uh, uh, don't lose the puck in the wrong situation for example or uh, try to play smart risk minimization Uh, yeah what's the right play and i i would argue that it's that it's much more challenging to coach your team than it would be to be the coach of that u16 Gordon team that won every game yeah um all you got to do there is um you know, op- you don't even have to open the door. You just, you don't even have to say who's going to go out. It, it takes care of itself. And um, no, I wouldn't say that. But uh, yeah, I understand what you mean. I understand what you're meaning. Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 um it's a lot more challenging to 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 work with new people and trying to get them to gel, teach them what they need to do, and then come together. And the results results will 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 follow, but sometimes they're not always show up in the wins and losses, but, but it's really all about the, the development that they have. So, yeah, I think the development part is important because uh, we are a newly promoted club. We had only have two to three players who experienced the G18 elite or G20 elite. So uh, most of the players background is from G20 division one or G18 division one. So uh, it's a, um, it's a new type of a game for for them, but uh, I think I think we are making progresses, slowly yeah. making progresses. Yeah, that's what it's all about. Get one percent better every day. So, yeah. all right, Ludwig, thanks for jumping on and uh, and hope. Uh, uh, I, I guess you got games this weekend. Yeah, tomorrow against Tirusa actually. So okay. uh, it's a special game. That sounds good. And we're recording this, of course, uh, third week in, in October. So um, um, when 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 people listen to it, it'll be a couple of weeks later, probably. 
and uh, and uh, it's going to be interesting too to f- kind of follow the 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 team as it as it goes and a little special you know how it's made up in j20 with with advancements and relegations and every game always matters so uh, it's yep. what's all what's all about yeah thank you ludwig have a great week you too thank you for having me on the show <laughs>